1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
0: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicky Pepper. Every night, thousands of men, women, and children in San Diego don't have a place to call home. The San Diego Rescue Mission is working to help our hurting neighbors rebuild their lives. Here to tell us more is Donnie D, CEO for the San Diego Rescue Mission. Thank you for joining me.
2: Yeah, great to be with you. Thanks for uh, letting us be on the show.
0: So, Donnie, how can we live better in San Diego when there are so many people struggling on the streets?
2: Well, I think uh, whether you've been in San Diego for a month or whether you're born and raised here, everybody can see that we have a homeless problem. And I've actually stopped calling it a problem. I'm actually referring to it as a humanitarian crisis because I think that's really what it is. It's out of control. It's getting worse anybody that travels around San Diego can see that there's more people living on the streets than ever before. And you're just kind of left with what should we be doing about this? And if you were born and raised here, then you know that this was called America's finest city. And it is America's finest city. The weather, the ocean, the sports, the food, there's so many great things about living here, but this looks like a third world country on some of these streets. People walking around with suitcases and pushing shopping carts and just walking around aimlessly that doesn't look like they have any place to go. And I think we're all kind of left with, you know, what should we do and what can be done? And I think that we got to do some things differently. And I think everybody that lives here has to engage this issue at some level, whether you're volunteering, whether you're giving financially, whether you're praying, whether you're serving, whether you just uh, introduce yourself to somebody that you see experiencing homelessness. I think I think there are some things that we can all do. And if we all participate, then ultimately we can change the state of homelessness in San Diego.
0: Tell us about the San Diego Rescue Mission. What kind of programs or outreach do you do there?
2: We believe there's a difference between meeting the needs of the homeless and addressing the needs of the homeless. And unfortunately, Vicky, most of what's being done from a services standpoint is meeting the needs. And we need to do that. These are soup kitchens, there's There's vans that are handing out food, there's uh, little uh, medical units that are traveling around making sure that people are healthy and not in any serious health crisis. Uh, There's backpacks, there's tents, there's blankets, there's hygiene kits, there's overnight beds, there's all kinds of things that we're doing to just meet that person where they're at. But what we really need to do is spend more time addressing the needs, and that's what we do. We made a commitment a few years ago that that was the solution, rehabilitation. And so we have really one primary program it's called Mission Academy. It's a 12-month program. I have 300 beds, so 300 people that are living with us, working on changing their lives and moving away from homelessness. So they they came to us homeless. We call them students and for 12 months they get up every day and they go to class, they go to their jobs, they practice sobriety because you can't use a drink while you're in our program and that's the primary program that we have and we do outreach and we have meals where we feed the public, but uh, everything we do is a subset of really what we're trying to accomplish, and that's get people off the streets permanently through our long-term faith-based 12-month program.
0: There are so many organizations in San Diego helping the homeless. What's different about San Diego Rescue Mission?
2: Well, I touched on that. I think it's primarily that we we work to get people off the streets permanently, that we believe rehabilitation is the solution, that we are, we are doing the heavy lifting. We're, we're, uh, spending the time. We're spending the money. We've built a program. Uh, we tell people all the time, you give us 12 months, we'll get you off the streets permanently. Permanently. And that means that when you graduate from our program, you're housed, you're sober, you're working again, and you're reconnected with your family and the community and the church. And th- those are our goals for every single person that comes to our program. And I, I think that what, that's what makes us different. Now, obviously, it's not a competition. There's so many organizations that are doing incredible work. And I thank God for all of them. I wish we worked together better. I wish that we could eliminate all the redundancy. I wish we could share resources and maybe someday we will, but that's what we do and that's I think what makes us different than uh, than a lot of the other organizations. Not not only our approach and our uh, our method of services, but the other thing that makes us different is that we take zero government funding. Not $1. Not one dime. We're all privately funded. Generous individuals, corporations, churches, we do events, foundations, people leaving us gifts in their estate plan, and that contributes to our annual budget and puts us in a position where we get to help people for free.
0: I'm speaking with Donnie D., CEO for the San Diego Rescue Mission. Why do we have so many people living on the streets of San Diego?
2: (laughs) Well, I think that's uh, the million-dollar question. Not only why, but what. You know, why are so many people living on the streets and what are we going to do about it? I think the why is really complicated. But I think if you pull back from the situation, I think what you see is there's a lack of affordable housing. Uh, We've legalized drugs. So you have more addicts than ever before. When I say we legalize drugs, we legalize marijuana. And studies will show that that's that's a gateway drug, that that leads to other serious drug addictions and alcohol addictions. So we legalize drugs. We let a bunch of uh, minor crime prisoners out of jail uh, a few years ago with no plan for where they were going to go, what they were going to do. They just walked out the front gate. And I think that was probably a mistake. I think that there is some real difficulty around this whole Housing First. I don't believe that's the solution. And Housing First is a federally driven program that prioritizes housing over everything else. And we believe that homelessness is not a housing issue. I think that's a factor. But homelessness is a hard issue. And so you take all of those things and you put them together along with COVID and, and uh, you know, and, and people being exposed that were bouncing from couch to couch or renting a room from somebody and they were no longer able to do that and they ended up on the streets. I think you put all that together and I think that's why we have so many people living on the street.
0: Are there any success stories from your programs that really stand out to you?
2: Yeah, there was a guy that uh, when I first got here five years ago, he was in our program and... Now he's been out for, I don't know, four years, three years, and he came to us uh, homeless. He had been living in the Mission Valley Riverbed for seven years and finally decided he couldn't live that way anymore. And as he tells his story, he almost OD'd twice. And when he woke up or he came to, he just asked himself, why am I still alive? And wouldn't it be easier if I just would have died? And I wouldn't have had to change my life. I wouldn't have to figure this out. I wouldn't have to struggle for food or figure out where to sleep or where to live. There's a part of him was just like, why am I still alive? And I think what he realized was, is that there's a purpose that God's keeping him alive because he's got something that he wants him to do, that he's not meant for this. He was created for something more. So he enrolled himself into a program. He went through our uh, job training certification that we have with the community college. And he got certified in plumbing, electrical plumbing. He's been gainfully employed for four years, ever since he left the mission. He met a little gal at church and they got married. They bought their first home a couple of years ago and they just have a little daughter who is four months old. And that's what it's all about is that everybody was created for something more. And especially people living on the streets. I think when they, when we can convince them that there is help and that there's other people that have gone through what you've gone through and you can walk out of this, it's not going to be easy, but we want to help you. And I think when we convince people of that, and then they really put in the work and the effort, they can have a change of life, like the guy I mentioned.
0: Tell us about your Oceanside project.
2: Well, we made a decision during COVID that uh, we needed to do more outreach, that we needed to be more uh, involved in the community, that uh, obviously homelessness is no longer just a downtown issue, that homelessness is a countywide crisis. And so with that, we designed this plan and really put forth this vision where we wanted to open up remote sites in North County, South County, and East County. And Oceanside was really the first one to create movement. And so we signed a service agreement with the city of Oceanside. They bought a building and they are refurbishing the building now. And they will also furnish the building. At some point in the next couple of months, that facility will open up and it'll be a 50-bed facility, overnight emergency shelter facility, that we'll be able to use to get people off the streets immediately. And the only requirement is, is that you have to see a case manager. And it'll be through that case management appointment that we'll figure out where you go next. Now, many of them will come downtown because they need to be a part of the 12 month program. With these three remote sites in Oceanside, we bought a property in National City and we're currently exploring properties in the East County and visiting with the mayor of El Cajon and city manager of El Cajon that uh, will use these three facilities to get people off the streets immediately and build them a plan to get them off the streets permanently. And if they don't come here, then maybe they need to go to detox, maybe they need to go to a skilled nursing facility, or or maybe they are a good fit for our 12-month program where we actually get to do rehabilitation. But Oceanside will be the first of the three uh, navigation centers to open up sometime early 2023.
0: I'm speaking with Donnie D, CEO for the San Diego Rescue Mission. What does the mission do to help people during the holidays?
2: Well, I know this won't surprise you, but Christmas is actually, and Thanksgiving are tough days for people that are homeless, that are experiencing homelessness. Uh, they're tough days for people in our shelter that actually work on their program. They dream of being in a shelter someday as they got older. and So they're in there working. They're not with their families. They're working on their program. They're working on themselves. And so it can be a, a disappointing time and almost uh, kind of a depressing time, I think, for some of them. And so we try to have uh, Christmas parties. We try to celebrate uh, often. There's a couple things that we do within our programs to just remind them that they have a lot to be grateful for. Uh, we have an outreach meal that we did yesterday, and served uh, 800 to 900 meals, and that's an opportunity for us to just uh, engage the public. Not only, you know, are we doing things for people in our program, but we're also with through the outreach meal yesterday. We're engaging people in the community. They line up around our building. Uh, we'll serve them a fantastic Christmas meal. Uh, it'll be uh, pork loin, roasted pork loin, loin, uh, mashed potatoes, green beans holiday pies and there'll be live music and we turn our cafeteria into a restaurant for a couple of hours. We do that. We also have uh, Christmas gifts that that organizations like Loja Country Club and, and Target, they donated items. And so the men, women, and the little kids who are in our building have the opportunity to receive a gift or two on Christmas. So there's a number of things that we're doing and if somebody wants to participate, we can always use backpacks. We can always use blankets and the next time we do a, a holiday meal will be Easter uh, in uh, in the spring. And you can always come and serve at one of those outreach meals.
0: Doing all of those outreach programs must be expensive. Has inflation affected your operations?
2: It actually has. Yeah, our costs have doubled. And so fortunately, we have a little bit budgeted, but didn't budget to the degree that we really needed. So we have companies, corporations, businesses, and individual donors that help us with that. And obviously, we can always use additional help. Uh, we'll start preparing for the outreach meal, you know, we started preparing the you know week in advance, and so they're you know they're cooking potatoes and and getting all of the, the sides together, and then uh, you know pork loin, they're working on all of that days in advance, and so you know the rising cost of inflation has impacted us all, whether you're living on the streets or whether you live in a big mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, and I think we're having to be uh, frugal and be good stewards of, of what we have in terms of uh, resources and finances and really working hard at trying to make the most of, uh, of all the resources that we have.
0: How can people get in touch with you or learn more about how to get involved or support the rescue mission?
2: Well, I think the best way is through our website. There's a lot of great information at sdrescue.org. That's sdrescue.org. And Information about our staff, information about our program, there's volunteer opportunities that you can sign up for, there's needs that we have, that there's a list of things, you know, like toothbrushes and socks and backpacks and uh, just lots of ways that the community can get involved and all that information uh, is on our website. I think the best thing that someone could do if if they're listening and, and have, have really wanted to get more involved with the homeless issue or the humanitarian crisis, as I call it, is to come down for a tour is just to call the number on the website to schedule a tour and let us show you what we're doing down here. We're convinced that you can't really share the vision until you see the vision. And when you see these students who came to us homeless, you you wouldn't even believe it. They just the color on their face is different. They're healthy looking again. They're clothed. They're showered. They're working a program. They're motivated. They're bouncing around our building trying to take advantage of this opportunity we have. And I think when you come down and you see that, it really compels you to want to do more because rehabilitation is the key. And if we can do more of that in San Diego, we really can make a difference with this humanitarian crisis.
0: Throughout our conversation, you've been using the phrase people experiencing homelessness. Why is it important to phrase it like that as opposed to saying homeless people?
2: Because of the dignity that is needed when you are dealing with somebody living on the streets. You know, this isn't who they are. It's a circumstance. And it's actually a circumstance that can pass, and we don't want them to feel less than, and we don't want to treat them less than by our language. Uh, so often, we walk past people living on the streets, we look past people living on the streets, we try not to engage, and we feel a little uncertain. And, and so sometimes it can be a little scary. You know, there's some people living on the streets that look a little rough, and. It's a little scary to try to say hello or to engage them. I get that. But that is a person that is experiencing homelessness. That is a daughter. That is a son. That is a sometimes a mom or a dad. It's certainly a, a brother or a sister. It's, it's a neighbor. Do You know, 76% of the people who live on the streets became homeless while living in San Diego. So these are kids we went to school with. These are people we've worked jobs with. And now they find themselves in, in the hardest situation of their entire lives. And it's just a season. It's just a season where they're experiencing homelessness. They're not homeless forever. And if we can work together as a community, I think we can really change their situation.
0: I've been speaking with Donnie D, CEO for the San Diego Rescue Mission. Any last thoughts for us?
2: Just grateful for a community that cares. Uh, We tell our students all the time that God helps those who help themselves. And then I ask them, you know, where's that found in the Bible? And many of them We'll say, I'm not really sure. And then I get to say, Well, it's not really a Bible verse. That's mm. something Benjamin Franklin said. And it's a great little quote. It's a great little saying. I said, But what's really true, what's really true and powerful is that people help those who help themselves. And so you're here because there's people put, that put us in a position where we can help you. And there's a whole community that stands with us. And you'll never meet them. You'll probably never get to say hi or thank you. We tell our students, but. Just know that if you're willing to put in the work, there's lots of opportunities for you and a, and a whole community that really cares about you and wants to see you be successful in life. And so I'm grateful that there are so many donors and so many volunteers that care about our work and put us in a position where we can be successful.
0: Tell us again where we can get more information about the San Diego Rescue Mission.
2: Best way to find out about us and to get in contact with us is our website at SD Rescue. SD is San Diego sdrescue.org. And you'll find all kinds of great stories and testimonies and a description of our programs, a list of our staff, and then opportunities to donate financially or get involved with your time.
0: Thank you so much for talking with us today. And thank you for making a difference in our community. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you.